Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to the morning report number 102, I think. 102. Awesome 102. Uh, my name is Willie Lawson and the morning report is a production of fightbackmedia.com. Fightbackmedia com start your day the conservative way um, here on um, the morning report this is going to be a fun morning report well not really but it's gonna it's gonna be one that sort of allows us to uh, be a little bit more confident in the things that we talked about and thought about for a while concerning coronavirus concerning China and um, concerning how the president views China uh, and how the left views China. So we're going we're to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about um, essential and non-essential. Who's to say? Who's to say? Who gets to be essential? Who gets to be non-essential? What activities are essential? What activities aren't essential? Who gets to say that? Who Whose decision is that to make? Because this is going to be the crux of when when we start pulling out of this nosedive and get and get to back get back to flying level this is going to be the crux of a lot of discussions and it should be and it should be um we're going to get we're going to get into the um uh, the corona numbers and where we are right now um on the planet and in the country and in the state I live in and and then we're going to talk about um the weaponization of coronavirus if there's i mean if you don't think there's been a political weaponization of coronavirus well you're wrong and i have a clip from a um a colleague here in florida tim tim bryce 
down in Palm Harbor um, that I'm going to play for you, and you're going to enjoy it, I promise. All right, we'll take a little break. Thank you for um, coming to the Morning Report this morning here. Uh, it is uh, April 16th. April, fi- April 15th went, went, came and gone. No stress, huh? I'd like that to be how it is all the time. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. After my heart attack, Cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. All the time. We're going to get into the you know what, in the coming months, we're going to get into fair tax and flat tax, um, any, any system by which we eliminate the IRS and the, the, the horribleness of the, uh, the most virulent collection agency in the history of man. In any case, we'll be right back with uh, more of the Morning Report right after these messages. Hi, this is Lloyd Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world's story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 20 Four, seven. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. 
So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Morning Report. Again, my name is Willie Lawson, and the Morning Report is a production of FightBackMedia.com. We appreciate you being with us today. It's fabulous. It's a fabulous day. It's a little overcast here in, in you know in, in, in West Central Florida. Uh, I think you know I, I I get I get a gut that we are nearing the end of this thing. Uh, we're going to be out of our, 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 our homes and back to uh, our lives and somewhat back on an even keel sooner than later. I'm really, I'm really getting that sense. Um, but in the meantime, we have to make sure that we understand what we're going through and why we're going through it. Um, this is from, again, my friends at townhall.com. You guys know that I'm a big Beth Bauman fan and Guy Benson fan. And this is this is the article this morning in townhall.com. It says, you know, it, it, it's funny. The, um, the headline says, bombshell. Documents show China knew about coronavirus, human-to-human transmission, while denying it to the world. This is why I love townhall.com, because the first, the first paragraph in the article reads, this isn't a bombshell in the sense that stunning deliver stunning or shocking information. We already knew that the Chinese government has been lying to the world for months about the Wuhan coronavirus. And with their active cover-up alive and well, very much unlike the unknown number of their citizens. Nevertheless, yesterday, Associated Press, quote, scoop, featuring information gleaned from leaked internal documents, is damning and remarkable for the timeline it exposes. See, this is, isn't it funny? It's funny. Um, those of us who are saying, you know what, China is covering crap up because they cover crap up all the time. Um, they knew sources are already coming out. And those of us who are in the independent media or have been saying this for, 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 for weeks. And then what happens is that mainstream media and some of the people who are 
tied into mainstream media. It says you guys are kooks, you guys are conspiratorialist, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's interesting, in the past past few years, though, all those kooks and conspiratorialists have been right. So in the six days after the top Chinese officials secretly determined um, they likely were facing a pandemic from a new coronavirus, uh, the city of Wuhan, at the epicenter of the disease, hosted a mass banquet for tens of thousands of people. Did, did you hear what I said? Write this down. Remember when you were in school and the teacher said, write this down? Remember, because it was important. And if you go to a church like mine where pastor says, write this down. It's important. In the six days after top Chinese officials secretly determined they were likely facing a pandemic from the new coronavirus, the city of Wuhan, at the epicenter of the disease, hosted a mass banquet for tens of thousands of people. Millions begin traveling through the Lunar New Year's celebrations. President Xi warned the uh, the public on the seventh day, January 20th, but by that time, more than 3,000 people had been infected during almost a week of public silence, according to internal documents obtained by the Associated Press and expert and and. Uh, and expert estimates based on retrospective infection data. By the time, by January 20th, 3,000 people have been affected. The six-day delay in China's leaders um, in Beijing came on top of an almost two weeks during which the National Center for Disease Control did not register any cases from local officials. So CDC didn't get any cases from local officials. Nothing's going on here. Everything's fine, China's saying. Everything's cool. Everything's fine. Yet yet during that time, from January 1st to January 17th, hundreds of patients were appearing in hospitals, not just in Wuhan, but across China. What is clear, experts say, is that China's rigid controls on information, bureaucratic hurdles, and a reluctance to send bad news up the chain of command muffled early warnings. Yes, the CCP is Evelina from The Wiz. Don't nobody send me no bad news. Further details on the TikTok demonstrate that Uh, Chinese officials understood the reality about the human-to-human transmission way sooner than they let on. The documents show that the head of of China's National Health Commission laid out a grim assessment of the situation on January 14th in a confidential teleconference with provincial health officials. A memo states that the teleconference was held to convey instructions on the coronavirus from President Xi. Premier Li and Vice President Sun, Sun Chulong, but did not specify what those instructions were. Under a section titled Sober Understanding of the Situation, the memo said that clustered cases suggest that human-to-human transmission is possible. It singled out 
the case in Thailand, saying that the situation had changed significantly because of the possible spread of the virus abroad. With the coming of the Spring Festival, many people will be traveling and the risk of transmission and spread is high. The memo continued. All localities must prepare and respond to the pandemic. In, in the memo, Ma demanded officials unite around Xi and made clear that political considerations and social stability were key priorities during the long lead-up to China's two biggest political meetings of the year in March. So what they're concerned about is making sure, the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, is, is what they're more concerned about is making sure that everything is cool and there isn't any social discourse leading up to their big political meeting. They don't want any protests. They don't want any crap. That's what they're most concerned about. Now, January 14th is, is a big deal because it coincides with the World Health Organization's infamous tweet repeating China's bogus assurances to the global community about human-to-human spread. Beijing knew this was false. The CCP knew this was false. The World Health Organization just went blah, 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 blah. Either, okay, so either you got two things about the World Health Organization, if, if I may, just for a second. Either they are a bunch of clowns or they're, they were complicit in the CCP's lying about coronavirus. That's it, so you get, they were a bunch of third world clowns who are impressed by China and China's money or they were complicit. Beijing know, knew this was false, yet their lapdogs at, at, at um, the World Health Organization were spoon-fed false information that harmed and delayed the world's collective response to the outbreak. Despite warnings to the contrary, here is the tweet from the from who? Preliminary investigations conducted by the Chinese authorities have found no clear evidence of human-to-human transmission of the of, a, of the novel coronavirus, 2019 in COVID, identified in Wuhan, China. This was on January 14th at 7 a.m. This was the World Health Organization. This is information that you have to write this down. Save, download this podcast. Save it. Share it with your friends. Because this is, this is, this is not some spin. This is truth. This is how it went down. So when you get, you know, people coming coming at you uh, about who's at fault here, it's China. China is at fault. And they're, and their accomplice in this is the World Health Organization. Let's, you know what? That may be frightening to some people to think that, that this that this organization, who was concerned about well world health, is complicit in what's happened in in the thousands, tens of thousands of lives that have been lost worldwide. In the thirty thousand, maybe thirty or forty thousand lives that will be lost here in this country. Let's get real here. Let's just take off our our um uh, you know, our Peter Pan, our Peter Pan glasses 
and and you know and stop bouncing around the world like everybody loves us and everybody loves each other, and only Trump is is bad orange man. I'm talking about communists here. Communists haven't changed, kids. Communists haven't changed. They've not changed, and China's not changed. China's not changed in several thousand years. Even after it became undeniably clear that China had lied and suppressed information, whose leader, who, who, first base, uh, that's what, first base, um, continued to lavish praise on the communist regime, which had been instrumental in his ascension to the influential position. But perhaps Beijing saw Tedros alleged cover-up of cholera outbreak in Africa as a feature, um, um, not a bug of his candidacy. Yeah, Tedros, the guy who is a who is in charge of the World Health Organization, led a cover-up of cholera, cholera outbreak in Africa. This is what we're talking about. These are the level of individuals we're talking about. Write this down. You're not hearing this on CNN, MSNBC, uh, CBS, ABC, NBC. You're not hearing it. And you're not going to. You're not going to. Because it explodes the narrative. Orange man bad narrative. It, it simply expl- it just explodes it it it, it 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 to dust to dust beyond that whose top officials have notably antagonized Taiwan why because Taiwan is China's uh, one of the China's biggest political rivals the associated uh, the Associated Press obtained documents from a whistleblower who understandably requested anonymity because you could die, there are already people missing, then confirm their authenticity with others. If the sources are ever revealed, it is likely that they are, they'd be dispersed along with other truth-tellers and critics of the regime at, uh, on the front. Enforced censorship is a theme of this AP piece. The punishment of eight doctors for rumor-mongering quote, end quote, broadcast on national TV on January 2nd sent a chill through city hospitals. Doctors in Wuhan were afraid, said Dali Yang, a professor of Chinese politics at the University of Chicago. It was truly intimidation of an entire profession. Punishment for eight doctors for rumor-mongering. And now the bully regime that throws minorities into internment camps violently suppresses liberty, enforces mandatory abortions, harvests harvests organs from political um, prisoners, then continues to lie about the deadly pandemic is uniquely and outrageously enabled in scolding the Trump administration for its tough but correct decision to withhold funding from the failed and compromised World Health Organization pending investigation. So China's like, this is, and, 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 and who do we, and again, I, and I said this, I don't know, a couple of nights ago, either on the, on Fight Back 2020 or one of the morning reports, I don't, I don't remember, but the idea is we're going to have to find out 
what side people are on. When ABC News tweets this, new, China urges the U.S. not to halt funding to the World Health, World, World Health Organization, saying it would undermine the global fight against coronavirus pandemic. Oh, we have to pay for it. Not only do we get lied to, not only do we lose tens of thousands of citizens, uh, hundreds of thousands of people get sick, um, our economy ends up in the shit can. We have to pay for it because China says, hey, y'all should, y'all should still pay for it. And ABC News tweets this. This is more Orange Man bad, bad stuff. We're going to talk about that later, too. The United States has been the top contributor, and the United States has been the top contributing nation to the, to, to the, the WHO for years, by a long shot. We give more money to these organizations than all these other people. Definitely than any of the leadership in these organizations because I mean, the United States can never get into leadership in, any, in these organizations because it's, it's sort, of, um, you know, sort of an inside game played. The United States has been a top contributor for years. If China is so upset about what's happening there, hey, I got, I got an idea. Why don't they replace the money? They're already using um, the World Health Organization as a mouthpiece. Go ahead and pay for it. You know, it is not good to be this irritated this early in the morning. It's just not good to be this irritated. Um, all right, we're gonna, when we get back, we're going to, I actually want to make a switch here. Uh, we're going to we're going to get into the the numbers, and um, then we're going to talk. Then then what's essential or not essential? Who's to say? And then our um, coronavirus weaponization. We'll be back right after these messages. <laughs> After my heart attack, cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So, get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. 
It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. Are you someone who wants to give more? Are you someone who wants to donate more to your favorite charity or even your favorite podcast? And you just don't have the money because you got too much credit card debt already? Well, I've got something for both of us. Debt.com. Debt.com is ready to put you into a debt consolidation program that will save you money, save your credit rating, and allow you to live your dreams in the way that you would like to live them. That's Debt.com. Give them a call at 877-764-2393. That's 877-764-2393. Get out of debt today. Good morning. Um, This is William Lawson. I I, got to tell you about somebody special. I got to tell you about my friend Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop here in Tampa, Florida. www.bloomingdays.com. Bloomingdays.com. Not Bloomingdale. Not Bloomingdales. Not the grocery store or the um or the the, the department store. Bloomingdays.com. Uh, it is a small business. It's a flower shop. Blooming Days Flower Shop, and. With all this coronavirus stuff going on, you know, the the regular contracts he has for events and just just places that, you know, like fresh flower arrangements and those kind of things, that all that stuff dried up like instantaneously. Can you imagine all your business, all your contracts get get canceled basically within forty hours? Forty hours. Where there is the the money that comes in to, you know, pay your rent, pay your electric bill, uh, you know what, pay the phone bill, pay your employees, pay for your delivery vehicles, pay for the insurance on your, uh, on your delivery vehicles, the fuel, all that stuff dries up in 40, 40 hours, 40 hours, no money coming in, no money coming in. You imagine if, if you live like that? It'd be like if you got fired. But I'll tell you what Christine did. Christine did this. Christine didn't. It wasn't like she wasn't afraid, but she showed a lot of courage. What she knows is that this is a great community. And and one of the things that, that, she, that she did was she took some flowers that were from a wedding that had been canceled because of the CDC guidelines uh, being followed here in the state of Florida and Hillsborough County that there'd be no more than 10 people, a wedding that was canceled. She took those flowers and she put them out front of her place and she gave them away. 
while maybe if someone wanted to donate, they could. That's what she did. Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop is worthy of your support. She has supported this program. She has uh, she is supporting her community. She is worthy of your support. So if you don't need flowers now, go ahead and go to go ahead and give her a call 813-933-1942 and buy a gift card for flowers for Mother's Day. Mother's Day is still coming. She's still delivering. She's still um, part of the FTD system. The idea is we need to support these local businesses. And there is not a better local business um, than Blooming Days Flower Shop under the direction of Christine Vasconcello. Give her a call, 813-933-1942. Go, go and hook up, hook, hook up on the internet, www bloomingdays.com she's the best let's support local businesses that really support us all right um yeah that you know this, this this whole this whole thing with China is going to be something that I think as we come out of this, it's not, it, it, that relationship we're just simply going to have to reevaluate the mean the relationship. Uh, if, if if there is one thing that we're learning is that China simply cannot be trusted. You know they're not honest bro- honest brokers in this, and I know there are a lot of the um, the globalists and there are a lot of the multiculturalist that when you say something like this what they say is well you're just being racist China's proven again and again throughout history that they cannot be that they cannot be trusted China's proven again and again throughout history that they have little regard for the rest of the I mean for, for, for their own people let alone the rest of the world Mao wasn't just this guy who had this really cool jacket. Millions of people were killed under that regime. Millions. More people killed under the Mao regime than were killed in the Holocaust. Crazy. They cannot be trusted. We must reevaluate our relationship with them on every single solitary level. Every single solitary level. Which means that the American that, that that the American public will have to change their buying habits. Maybe we don't buy the um, the external hard drive that says I'm looking at mine. That oh, this one's a product of Thailand. Okay, that we don't buy the one that says made in China. That we look for things made other places. Because we need to send China a signal. If they're not going to be a good world citizen, if they're going to continue to be a bad actor on the world stage, we're not going to watch that show anymore. We're damn sure not going to pay for that show anymore. All right. Here are the numbers um, for coronavirus, uh, according to 
worldometers.info. Yes, and I know, and I say this every single time because I know that every time people hear me, they go, ah, you can't trust those numbers, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? I looked at some of the other numbers, and they're as good, this, and they're as, good as anybody's. They're as good as anybody's. And my mouse just went sleepy by. All right. Um, they're as good as anyone's. They're not perfect. You can't find any of the numbers across the you know across the interwebs that match up. You can't find any that match up. Um, so there's differences in all of them. So far, right now, today on the 16th of, of April at 11:01 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, there are 2,109,709 cases of coronavirus. With unfortunately, sadly, 100. 37,066 deaths. More than a half a million people have recovered according to this numbers. Now, when, you know, when we say these numbers, I, I have to add this caveat that we don't know if these numbers are accurate because these numbers include the numbers given to us by the Chinese Communist Party. I don't think that anybody really believes or really can believe that there have only been 3,500 people in China that have died. I don't think anybody believes that. When we talk about, there was, I mean, there were an original infection of, of 3,000 people. But with the numbers, we, with the, with the numbers we've been given, um, this right today, and this is going, and this changes from day to day, uh, the, the lethality of this virus is 6.49%, 6.5%. All right, let's um, look at United States. United States ha right now has more total cases than anybody in the world, according to these numbers. China's not even in the top five. Does anybody believe they've, they've only had 33 142 deaths. Does anybody believe that? Well, hell no, you don't believe it. It doesn't make any damn sense. It just, it just for, it just doesn't make any sense. It's, first of all, China, one of the most populated countries, you know, in the world, one of the most densely populated countries in the world. The Wuhan was the epicenter. 3,400 Nope, nobody's buying that China. Uh, right now, the uh, the the United States numbers, and I, you know what, and I I I, I trust us because we are stupid that way. Um, Six hundred forty-six thousand three hundred cases. Uh, unfortunately, with um, twenty-eight thousand six hundred forty deaths. One hundred and one deaths we found today. Well, since the World Dateline thing. Um, 49,091 people, um, have recovered. Florida. Florida. We're getting there. Um, I'm going to have to get a battery from another battery from my mouse on, on, on the next break because this one I have used in the past few days like nobody's business. 
where I live, Florida, is eighth on the list for total cases. Um, where'd it go? Where'd we go? Eighth on the list for total cases with 22,897. Uh, we've had 614 deaths, unfortunately. Um, and according to people who are at USF, USF Health, University of South Florida Health, and the, Mar- and the Morsani Institute, uh, and that's a really important medical think tank here in the, in, in the area, we're probably on the downslope of these numbers. Hospitalizations are down. And these are numbers that aren't, the, the hospitalization numbers are not being reported. Hospitalizations are down. Hospitalizations in New York are down. So what usually happens after that, you will see the death numbers continue to rise a little bit because they lag behind hospitalizations. People get hospitalized and then they die. So those numbers are lagging behind, which is now what you're hearing is, what about people who are dying at home? Well, people die at home all the time. And if these people weren't dying at home, they'd be dying somewhere else probably. Um, so so the, so, the, so the post-mortem will determine if people died at home due to coronavirus, uh, due, due to COVID-19, due to the, uh, the Hong Kong flu. Uh, or Hong Kong flu, we'll, we're going to know later why these people died. So to just assume that they died of COVID-19 is premature at the very most. I saw a meme uh, yesterday that said, Florida man eaten by alligator dies of coronavirus. <laughs> anyway, that's terrible. That is horrible black humor, isn't it? Uh, not black humor like like uh, Red Fox or or um, Richard Pryor, but it's kind of dark. All right, um, I want to talk about something else that we're going to have to deal with in a real way, my friends. In a in, in a in a very real way, as we get out of this steep dive. And get back to flying level. We've got a lot of bandying about of words, especially by state and local governments, that somehow are deciding for you and for me what businesses are essential and non essential and what activities but activities, the things that we do, the things that you get up in the morning and decide to do are essential and non-essential. If we're not talking about a nanny state, nanny states are very often held into place by police states. So here's the deal. And here's a conversation that has to be had, you know, and I know, and, and there are a lot of my friends who say, why, this is not the time to have this conversation. Oh, hell yeah, it is. You got to have that conversation while, while the crap is going on. So, it, so people can see it. So it's fresh in your mind. So every time you open a newspaper or every time that you open a website or every time you get on the TV, uh, every time you get a special notice on your phone, <laughs> Well, your city council 
or your county commission or your state government your or your governor has has thrown down an edict that has to do with things that are essential and non-essential that's the time to talk about it not when you get back to level flight and you can and you basically go back to doing whatever the hell you were doing before. That's not the time to talk about it. The time to talk about it is right now, where governments are deciding, literally deciding, in a, in a sort of fiat manner, in sort of a shoot from the hip manner, what is essential and what isn't essential. Let's talk about essential, essential and non-essential. You remember a few months ago, um, during the, the the federal government government shutdown, yes. The federal government and state government, local governments even, can decide what functions are essential and non-essential inside the confines of their governmental structure. So the city government can, can decide that, you know what, maybe utilities accounting is not essential right now, but garbage pickup is. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying. Or a county government could decide that um, some office thing that they do is not essential. However, keeping public schools open is essential. The state government can decide that maybe a um, procurement portion of their state government is not essential. But state troopers certainly are. The federal government decided that the FAA was essential and the IRS was not. IRS was closed. The Federal um, Aviation Administration was open. You see my examples. Those are jobs and activities within inside the confines of the state uh, federal, state, local governments, which they have the ability to do. And you always, and but you think, if they're non-essential, then that means you don't need them. Then why are we? Why do we have them at that level? Here's where they overstep. They cannot decide that for the private sector. The government cannot decide that this business or that business is essential. It is out of their purview. Now, I don't really... Now, it's important. I'm going to say this in a way that no one's going to like. I don't really care what you think your sensibilities and, and quote, common sense, end quote, is because we're not running a country, a nation, a republic by what you think and what you feel and how you... We're not. That's not how it works. Because that would be a minor a monarchy. The king got up in a bad mood and killed four thousand people because he was pissed. Because the queen wasn't putting out. That's how that crap works. This is not how a republic works. This is not how a republic works. So again, this this idea that government can decide what's an essential business that a pizza parlor is an essential business while a jewelry store is not. They don't get to decide that. They don't get to decide that. 
So if you're in this situation and you probably won't go to the jewelry store, you'll probably go to the pizza parlor because you got to feed the family. So you probably won't go and get your rings cleaned. You probably won't go do that. You probably won't go buy an engagement ring right now. The jewelry store knows that. And may close on their own because people don't come in the door. The market will show what's essential and what's not essential. It is, it is out of government's purview to do that. And even further out of government's purview is to decide what activities for me are essential and non-essential. They don't get to decide, well, you, you don't need to do that. So we're not going to allow you to do that. Sorry, you don't get to do that. It's out of their purview. And if it ever becomes by case law inside their purview, you can kiss your republic goodbye. You can kiss your republic goodbye. I'm just saying. I saw an article a little bit ago, uh, well, yesterday, um, on on my phone, and I was scrolling through, and it was the, politiz the politicization of coronavirus. Um, it's written by a guy named Tim Bryce. Tim Bryce is a, um, a CEO of a management company and a, and a radio star at W, I think it's WZIG, 104.1 down in Palm Harbor, not far, not, not far away from where I'm sitting, and um, really smart guy, really bright guy, and um, he was sort of, it, 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 I mean, the, the piece is like, really, is this being politicized? Is This is a big deal. Nobody is denying this is a big deal. Nobody can deny, um, even here in the state of Florida, 614 lives lost. Nobody is denying that. Nobody is, nobody is saying, pfft. It's no big deal. Come on. There's lots to worry about. But there's lots to worry about in all sorts of areas. And this piece that Tim Bryce did on politicizing the coronavirus is fabulous. And he said that I could share it with you. So I'm going to do just that. This is Politicizing the Coronavirus, a piece from um, Tim Bryce from Bryce's Right be right back after this. This is Tim Bryce with my column titled Politicizing the Coronavirus. Panics are a fascinating subject, particularly from a management perspective. They are usually caused by some catastrophe, be it man-made or an act of God. We can make some preparations for disaster, but they do not normally accommodate all situations. This means we are forced to react to a panic, such as a cattle stampede triggered by a bolt of lightning. Instead of being proactive, we then must rely on our leaders to take the reins to restore order and correct the problem. Historically, Americans have reacted to many calamities, be it Pearl Harbor, Hurricane Katrina, or 911, to mention but a few. There were indications such disasters would occur and some preparations were made, but nothing to the scale prohibiting the pain, suffering, and damage that occurred. Now we're faced with a panic as created by the coronavirus, a pandemic virus plaguing the world, and it appears nobody was quite prepared for it. In the United States, the Trump administration took the lead and tried to calm the public's nerves while seeking medical treatments and keeping the country running as best as possible. 
Following Pearl Harbor, Katrina, and 911, the country unified to combat the peril, but this is hardly the case today. Even though polls suggest the country approves the efforts exerted by President Trump and his team, there are forces at work to undermine him. Through his daily coronavirus briefings, the president has commanded the headlines and airtime. So much so, the country has somewhat forgotten the national election and former Vice President Joe Biden cannot seem to be found anywhere. In other words, President Trump has enjoyed a tremendous amount of favorable publicity, while the Democrats have essentially dropped off the face of the earth. Obviously, this does not sit well with their leaders as the elections are just seven months away. To combat President Trump's exposure, the news media has openly criticized his daily briefings, claiming they are either distributing misleading information or he is openly lying. Then again, they have been saying this ever since his inauguration. In sharp contrast, Democrat governors who hold similar briefings in their own states are openly applauded. This includes New York, Michigan, Illinois, Washington, and California. So far, I have yet to see the press take the Democrats to task. Obviously, this is not a coincidence as the media is splitting the coronavirus panic along ideological lines. Even though the president couldn't be taken down by the Mueller investigation or by impeachment, the coronavirus makes a convenient last-ditch effort to take him out of the picture. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi is now in the process of creating a new oversight committee for the government's reaction to the coronavirus. This will be used to publicly criticize the president once again and possibly find some excuse to impeach him. I highly doubt this Democrat-led committee will heap accolades on the president. Think about it. Whereas people normally come together in times of crisis, the coronavirus is being used to impeach a president. It doesn't get any more political than this. Interestingly, while the Democrat candidates seem to have disappeared, including former Secretary Hillary Clinton, the one Democrat the news media is fawning over is New York Governor Mario Cuomo. Seems rather obvious the media has fallen for him and will desperately try to find a way to draft him as the party's candidate, perhaps as a dark horse candidate or running mate with Joe Biden. The only problem with this is the people are more concerned about surviving the virus than impeaching or defeating the president. Again, the president is scoring well for his handling of the panic. In other words, the media's attacks on the president are not swaying the minds of independents or Republicans. It is simply not working, and the president's popularity continues to grow. In a cattle stampede, your choices are rather limited. Lead, follow, or get the heck out of the way. And two of those options will not solve the problem. So far, the American people, with the exception of the far left, believe the president is taking them in the right direction. I never suspected someone would take a calamity like the coronavirus and spin it for political gain. Imagine where we would be if we took the same approach to Pearl Harbor, Hurricane Katrina, and 911. Unfortunately, our country is hopelessly divided along ideological lines. One last note. I recently came across a funny graphic on social media. It says, quote, I have a cure for the coronavirus. Just mentioned canceling the 2020 presidential election until 2024. See how fast it disappears, end quote. There is a lot of truth in this. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the Internet at TimBryce.com. And you'll, and you'll be hearing more of Tim Bryce here on the Morning Report and Fight Back 2020. 
as we move forward. Thank you ever so much for spending some time with us this morning. Until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We'll see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get active care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com.